0: Okay. May have been a little too ambitious with the last episode I did where I streamed it live. Uh, didn't really get all the kind of viewership I was hoping for. Um, mostly because I was hoping for a lot of interaction with that. Um, and yeah, maybe been a little, was a little too ambitious (laughs) with it. Um, because I only had a couple people watching it and not really that many people chatting. Um, in fact, only one person said one thing, and that was it. Um, so uh, I think I'm going to not do live shows until I get more of a built-up fan base because th- this show is going to grow. It has nowhere else to go but up, uh, so the quality is only going to ever increase, right? Because, again, I'm at the bottom. <laughs> I'm literally at the bottom right now. I can only work my way up. So we're going to have to basically keep doing these recordings and uh, actually after this one there's I'm going to be start putting them out on uh, audio places only again. I've been saying that I wanted to do that. Uh, I found the service that I wanted to use. Uh, So probably tomorrow actually after because I'm not going to publish this today. Today's Monday. I'm going to publish it on Tuesday Uh, that same day. I'm going to try because I've been editing all my old podcasts and shows. Just so I could put them out on, you know, um, on an audio format because it's actually I have to clean up that audio as well, and it's a process it takes a little bit of time. Uh, however, I'm trying to not edit it so much because again, I, the way I want the show to be, I want the show to be as good as it was then, or you know, as good as it is now, as it is then. So if it's entertaining now and entertaining later, that's good. That's what I want the show to be, um, and that's really. What I'm trying hard for. Again I messed around with a lot of the audio settings to kind of fix it and you know because I had to uh, working a lot really hard on art because I need to have more art and can't ever have enough Uh, and again trying to be a little too ambitious with the show right now so uh, I'm actually going to try and this is, a, this is going to be a different format, okay? This show is going to be a completely different format uh, from what I've done in the past where I've had a topic and kind of covered it and then, you know, get derailed constantly. I realize that I'm always all over the place because there's multiple things I want to talk about all the time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to double up on episodes and one episode is going to be kind of a multi-multitude. This is what today is going to be. Today is going to be kind of a multitude of subjects um, uh, more, more or less just kind of like, uh, like a review of things that have happened or that I've noticed and like news articles or just kind of a sum up of things that have happened in the gaming industry or the anime industry, whatever I've noticed. Today's going to be a lot about gaming. Uh, that's why I've got another gaming shirt on. <laughs> um, because I, if you'll notice anytime I talk about games, I try to wear appropriate, uh, you know, wear a tire appropriate for it. Um, and that's going to be kind of what, Today is, and then next uh, sh- episode will be more of a focused topic um, because I really need to focus in on those and just kind of stick to that and not get de- again, not get derailed so much. So that's what today is going to be. Today's going to be just an all encompassing show about things that I've seen, noticed, and kind of wanted to talk about. I'm not going to try and let it run long because, again, uh, I don't want these shows to be like, especially this one, since I don't have a lot to work off with and kind of go off on. it's more of just. A review and I'll give my opinions on it uh, they're not gonna really last too long so I'm hoping that it'll just be pretty easy pretty get up get you know pretty standard <laughs> and I won't have to worry too much about rambling like I normally do so that's what today is gonna be again I've said that five times now so I'm already rambling but uh, let's get started my name's Chris and well this again this this is just another Nick Chris podcast <laughs> how is everybody doing today (laughs) i'm doing great Uh, as you can see we're still using the same music that i've been since the beginning because again making music is hard and honestly i got another copyright claim on my last episode the one i did live i got claimed on it because i played not even 30 seconds of a song and they claimed me for it because it was just the outro that I wanted that, you know, for people there that watched it live could chill out and just kind of calm the stream back down to. And I got struck with that. Um, again, uh, there's a big, uh, before we begin, let, let me clear things up. Um, because some people are getting confused when I say uh, copyright claim uh, and they think that this channel might end. Uh, that's not true at all. There's two very distinct differences when it comes to getting a copyright strike or a claim. And that's well, literally that a strike versus a claim. So a strike is basically you published a video that has copyrighted content and it's not subjective or, you know, you tried to monetize it, something, something of that nature. It was harassment. It was any of that type of stuff and somebody's striking your channel against you saying you can't do this. Uh, we don't want you to put this out there. You need to take that down. And what it is YouTube will take that video down and give you a strike and if you basically it's baseball rules three strikes and you're out so I haven't gotten a strike I've gotten a claim okay a claim is different a claim is saying hey you used copyrighted material in this video but we're not gonna take your channel down or we're not gonna give you a strike instead we're just going to claim the content that's in there demonetize your video which my videos aren't monetized anyway because I don't want you to ever be subjected to ads, and that's why I get really mad about claims on my channel because I don't ever want you to see a. Cha- uh, I don't ever want anybody on here to ever see an ad. So you'll get an. Ad, they'll put ads on your video, and then that money goes to them. And if you that channel or if that video was monetized, any monetization that you had on that video goes to them. Uh, and it basically it doesn't really affect your channel too much unless you're monetized, and you're really trying to avoid that. Um, Again, because I'm small and I have literally the smallest fan base out here, (laughs) again, show has nowhere to go but up. uh, So it doesn't really affect me that much other than the aspect of advertisements. And again, I hate advertisements and a majority of people do. I don't ever want to subject you to that. The only ad I ever want to put out is an ad for this show that I pretty much tell you all the time, hey, check out my show um, while it's during it. Not all the time, but you know, you get the idea. Um, so anyway, moving on, uh, after, since we cleared that up and got that out there, uh, one of the things that I've noticed this week, um, since the beginning, well, really September has started and the new quarter, I guess, of video games has more or less begun now, now that August is over. So we've gotten into a lot of new releases this past week and a half. Sorry. <laughs> I got the hiccups from that water now. Um, we've gotten a lot of, uh, new releases that have come out recently, and one in particular that I talked about earlier was a game called River City Girls. <laughs> River City Girls is a oops, wrong one. <laughs> That's embarrassing. We're going to talk about that later. Um, again, this is a video and an audio show. So if you, I really implore anybody to check out the video version uh, because, again, There's a lot to enjoy about it, but if you like to take it on the go, that's what the audio version is for. Um, So the game is River City Girls, and River City Girls is more or less a sequel uh, to the franchise River City Ransom, which in Japan is called Kunio-kun, and there's an entire series of games based around that. Uh, The original creators were uh, Technos Japan, um, same creators of Double Dragon and all those other retro-style beat-em-ups that you played. Uh, And they had an entire franchise uh, built around this Kunio Kun, which is like a gang, like high school gang uh, style, you know, beat them up. And there's other series. And there's the World Cup, uh, which is all soccer. There's a bunch of sports games. And you've probably noticed a lot of those games because they use the same sprites and the same character designs in a lot of them. And River City Girls is more or less a new way to take the franchise forward where it's you know still pixelated graphics it's still beat up and it has a lot of that classic feel to it um, but with a lot of more modern updates to it and it's been getting a lot of good reviews and a lot of good praise lately because a lot of people like it this game just came out this week and a lot of people uh i'm sorry not this week uh just a few days ago and a lot of people already you know, giving it praise and saying, this is a really good game. I like it a lot. It's very retro. It's very classic. Uh, and it's just, it's fun. It's straight up fun. Uh, I personally still haven't got the game yet because, uh, you know, I don't have the money to be able to buy games all the time. Uh, so I don't have it quite just yet. But again, it, it, it looks like a lot of fun and I really want to try it. And I eventually will, um, just not now is the, not the time for it. Um, But one of the things that I've noticed about the game, especially when it comes to uh, the way WayForward, the publisher of the company, has been kind of promoting the game. Uh, They've been promoting the game to a very specific type of audience, and it seems like the game was also kind of developed for that. Because originally, the original River City Ransom was just this kind of comical, wacky, uh, you know, over-the-top beat-em-up, you know, where they would inhale, plate, like if you went to... Uh, You know, people would just say crazy stuff. You know, they had all these wild expressions. Uh, You had crazy moves like uh, uh, Acro Circus where you would just front flip like crazy through the air and it would hurt enemies and stuff like that. All these other crazy moves that you could get. Uh, And one of the things that um, was a defining feature of it was just how over the top and crazy it was. Again, for repeating what I just said. Uh, but River City Girls kind of and you know, embellishes that as well. But one of the things that they've changed about it is they're really trying to pander it towards weebs, <laughs> uh, especially if you looked at how WayForward's kind of marketing and gimmicking the campaign. Because one of the things that I've noticed a lot on Twitter is <laughs> all the people that are really praising the game already um, are people that are kind of really obsessed with anime and really into that whole... Japanese culture uh that is you know they think is Japanese culture but it really is just it's a very specific culture that comes from Japan that is not really that welcoming (laughs) there uh, that some people don't really understand and there again there's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with adverb Advertising and marketing to a specific demographic that you're wanting to, but it kind of suffers at the cost of the integrity of the game that I was kind of excited for, uh, because now you have there's this uh, there was an entire group of people cosplaying as the characters from the game, which it's just girls in school school uniforms. That's how the first game was as well. Like all of them are like that. They're always in school uniforms, um, so it makes sense that the girls are in school uniforms. But then they're people were cosplaying as that. So, and it's just like the most generic looking thing out there. Uh, So it wasn't really that interesting. It was kind of bizarre. Uh, And they knew exactly who to market the game towards because they, uh, uh, after the release, they had a party in little Tokyo where their office is located. And, you know, they were just kind of demons. They just had food to help promote the game, like a food truck and things, things like that. Um, and you know, you can look all that up on Twitter. There's an archive of it. You know, Way Forward is a company, so they're not, they don't delete anything that doesn't give them a bad reputation. Um, and that's kind of unfortunate because I was, I'm really excited. I still want to play the game because it's a retro inspired game. I love that stuff. That I'm i all over that stuff. Uh, so I'm still eventually going to get the game. However, the people that kind of view uh, it, view the game as it is now the new people coming and flocking to the franchise that I originally really loved. Um, I'm worried about how this is actually going to affect it now because we might be, we might be getting much like what happened to a lot of other franchises. Um, Again, I I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know for a fact that there are some out there. There's like near automata and stuff like that, that they're starting in a market towards these, you know, this, weeaboo culture and it's could really affect how the franchise moves forward so whether that's a good thing or a bad thing i can't really say um especially since i haven't played the game yet i'm gonna have to find that out on my own but you kind of get what i'm talking about i hope you do at least because i mean weeaboos are definitely like seen as a negative thing in especially modern culture. So I'm hoping that we don't see a lot of that coming. Um, again, that's could be good or bad. I'm, I'm not, I can't really judge it until I played the game. Now, a game that I have played super smash brothers ultimate. Now <laughs> I was really excited for this game when I first heard about it. Um, if you want me, okay, qu- quick, review. Again, because this is a show that goes all over, this This type of the show is just going to be all over the place. Super Smash, a quick review, let me give you a quick review of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I was really excited for the game because I like Smash Brothers, it's a fun game. Um, and I finally got it, I got it for the holidays, and when I started playing it, I was not very happy with it. Um... They did a lot of changes to the way the game works uh, mechanically that I was not a big fan of, uh, especially the input buffering. Um, There's a very severe issue I have with the the Joy-Cons themselves used as a controller. Um, So you're pretty much mandatory to use a a GameCube controller. There's a huge input to play. Input delay when you use wireless controllers. Um, that's just a problem with the Switch itself. It's not an issue I have with the. Uh, it's not an issue with Smash Brothers itself. It's just an issue with the Switch. Every game I play, if I untether the controllers and use them like that, there's just always a huge input delay. There's something wrong with the Joy Cons themselves. They just don't have. Uh, they just don't have a good range. Nintendo says that they do. It, it doesn't. It does not. Uh, the Joy Cons never work, even though I'm literally. About six feet away from the console, they don't. They just don't work. They, they, for whatever reason, the switch doesn't like it. Um, there's been multiple reports of people having issues with that all the time. However, moving on to the actual news, Nintendo had a direct this week, and you know, it seems like they do a direct every quarter now. Uh, so we get new updates all the time, and because Smash Brothers is, Smash Brothers was a huge seller. It's it's it was a huge Almost, uh, I, I I mean, I'm not going to look up the numbers now, but I want to say Breath of the Wild numbers in terms of sales, which is really good. So, a lot of people own the game and like the game. So, of course, much like last time, they have a DLC characters coming out. And, boy, during the direct did we get a bunch of news. So, One thing that had happened is we had gotten a leak for, you know, and there's always these. There's always Smash Brothers leaks every time you go on any forum, even scrolling through Facebook, like, four or five days before the direct, even on Twitter, it affects every social media. Uh, I was seeing these articles and articles about, you know, oh, uh, a leak came out recently saying that Sora is going to be in Smash Brothers, that uh, there's a leak that came out that said, Oh, uh, there's a leak that came out that said uh, Master Chief is going to be in the game you know, all these fake leaks that are so obvious and then we got a, a, another leak, a, a particular leak came out saying that an SNK rep was going to be coming and it was Terry Bogard you know, Mr. Trucker Cap himself from Fatal Fury, an SNK fighting game, and I didn't believe that at first, and uh, much, much to my dismay, I was completely wrong, turns out He's in. Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury. You know, know, that fighting game that you probably never played. He's in the game. (laughs) And yeah, that kind of got everybody out of control because nobody expected this. Nobody saw this coming. Uh, Again, nobody plays Fatal Fury. I don't know anybody that's ever played this game. Um, Apparently, he's a pretty popular character though. He's supposed to be the main character of the fighting game. Um, And Again, I, I guess I can't really dog on it too much because I don't know the character. I don't know the game that he comes from. Um, I, obviously, it had to have been a popular game. I mean, it, it, I know for a fact that Field of Fury is a series of games. There's a series of them. So it's not unreal or unheard of, I especially since we've gotten other off the wall. Like we got Joker from Persona 5, you know, it, it's anything can happen. It seems like anything can happen. This whole DLC that we're getting for Smash Ultimate, when the tagline was "Everyone is here," I think they really mean that. They're trying to get every franchise they can into the game at this point. So the fact that an SNK rep, you know, from a company that you know probably wanted some representation, is getting it now. It's it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Um, But that's not all. That's not all. We got a Now, again, we didn't get to see too much of Terry's moveset, so there's not much I can say about it. Uh, We don't know what's going to happen, but it really opens up the fifth slot to being an even greater. uh, Again, they're going to be every time this stuff comes out, everybody goes ballistic and, you know, more and more leaks come out that are, quote unquote, real leaks. Um, But I'm actually really like, I can't believe this because everyone is here. And you know who else got in? They did the meme. They did the meme. They got Sans in Smash. They got Sans in Smash. Now, Undertale is a game I never played. Uh, I never really had an intention of playing it because the, the fan base got way too toxic too incredibly fast, and I just I didn't care. It was everywhere, and I it was just being bombarded at me when I didn't want it, much like a lot of other stuff that happens on the internet. When something gets so popular, so fast. I tend to avoid it because it's like, look, you might be saying it's good. And all these other people might be saying it's incredibly good. I just, I'm not going to be a part of this. I don't want anything to do with it. So I kind of drop it. I just like, if I, if it had a chance, I, it does. It, I, it got lost immediately, but they got Sans and smash. I couldn't believe it. They, they got, I mean, granted, he's just a, uh, a, a me costume. But still, they're, they're really trying to push and get everything into the game at this point. And another announcement we got is we got DLC Pack 2 is going to be coming right after they're done with the fifth character, which we don't know yet. Um, they didn't announce when Terry Bogard is going to be ready. I almost said Terry Cruz, by the way, <laughs> because, I mean, that's just I have I have no idea who the guy is. And the only Terry that I can think of off the top of my head is Terry Cruz, you know, the actor and i just i can't believe it i can't believe they got they did the meme and got sans in smash i mean that's insane i mean they're really they're really trying hard to get this stuff going um but speaking of the switch so, one thing in particular that's caught my eye as well is a particular Kickstarter that I've been seeing promoted to me constantly. You might be seeing this, especially if you own a Switch and you're familiar with the console, you might be seeing this particular Kickstarter being flushed around. Oh, wow, somebody has just backed it again. This is called the Genki Covert Dock for the Nintendo Switch. And what this is okay what this is is a switch dock alternative now you've probably seen other ones there's there's other companies that have made their own mini versions of dock of a dock that you could take with you and you know it's just it's the same thing the interesting part about this is that it plugs right into a wall outlet and then that's it you just plug it into a wall outlet and you don't have to worry about anything else Uh, One thing that I've noticed about it, though, uh, this this whole Kickstarter blew up. I'm going to show you right here. If you look, they have one point five million dollars, you know, more than that. But I'm not, you know, okay, they have one million five hundred seventy three thousand and forty four dollars to twenty three thousand three hundred and seventeen backers. Now, I did the math earlier, but now I got to redo it because more just got added to it. And I'm not going to play the Kickstarter video that they have because quite honestly, it's, it's a Kickstarter promo video. So whether that was made with a promo already designed or not, they just probably had an idea and went with it. That's not the point. There is a particular part of it that I do want to show you though, that could kind of like is kind of, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it works yet. Uh, but it is rather interesting that it's all they're they're making a lot of outrageous claims with it. Um now again, we have seen dock alternatives. It's not the it's not a new concept at all. But the thing about them is they all run they all run the wires individually, right? This one runs all of it at once, right off the outlet, and it's it's very small. It's a very small it's it's the same size as any phone charger that you would ever see. It's not that big. Um, and they're advertising it as the dock that you can take with you. They're like, you, the Switch isn't por- portable, um, you know, is, it, is a portable console, sure, but it's not that portable when in terms of you can take it anywhere. No. So, what instead is they're advertising it as like, here's the dock that you take with you. It's annoying to pick up your dock and take it anywhere because it's this big bulky honking thing that is just really annoying to have. So here's our alternative and again <laughs> I'm really harping on it, but let me do the math real quick. So, um, actually never mind. I'll do the math in a second. Uh, what I really want to show you is I want to show you, uh, what some of the claims that they're saying on here. So it has a USB C charging port and that's where you plug the switch in from, uh, an HDMI out and a USB, one single USB accessory, which is fine. Um, then, you know, they, talk about how the the material is similar to the pro controller and all this stuff. It's compact, easy to go. And and they are also claiming all the, or I mean, they're not claiming, I've seen all these other people talking about it. All these other, you know, tech shows, tech media, whatever. They're all talking about it because, you know, look how, look at, look at the, how much support that's getting. It's, it's already, its goal was $50,000 and it's way surpassed that because it It really just shows how how poorly the dock was designed and how Nintendo kind of failed on that you know easy to easy to take it anywhere and hook it up to a TV They kind of failed on that design um but again, that's not really what Nintendo intended for anyway. they kind of intended it for here's how you play it at home, here's how you play it on the go. you just pick it up and you play it on the go, play it at home, drop it in, there you go. And and I understand where that's coming from, but a lot of people, they also advertise it as very multiplayer friendly. So when you advertise something that's easy to play with multiplayer and friends and stuff like that, you kind of need to play it off of a TV because that can, screen is so tiny. Um, I can't imagine anything that, that tiny being able to, you know, um, play a good match on uh, for like any competitive game, I guess. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so one of the things that they really are pushing for is the portability of it and You can see right here. Let's see what kind of dockwood solid snake. They're using a lot of imagery for video games um, Which I kind of think is a little bit like hey, maybe you shouldn't do that <laughs> but again, I Don't know if it's they're allowed to or not But they are like they literally have a rip of Kirby from Smash Brothers in it um, So I don't know if that's okay Again, who knows but here's how they have it, it system step one simply plug the switch into the covert dock step two: plug the HDMI cable into the TV and Step three profit now. This part is interesting where it just says 720 and then up to 1080 It makes me wonder if it really is just a 720p signal upscaled to 1080, but it says right here full 1080p dock mode um, again 1080p is actually subjective when it comes to the Switch because a lot of games are have different displays for the game. Some of them are 900p, uh, like Mario Odyssey is a 900p game. Uh, Breath of the Wild was uh, the same, a 900p game, 720 on the dock and on the go, and it's just an upscaled signal. It's not true 1080. So some of that stuff is a little exaggerated. Uh, but here we go back to it. Now, it says right here, this is how they say their technology is, like, supposed to be working for it. It says, farewell silicon. welcome to the future. One of the secrets behind making Covert Docks so powerful without the bulk is thanks to Gallum Nitrate, or abbreviated to three magical letters in the periodic table, G-A-N. Now, this is kind of an interesting part that they're really bringing up with it. Uh, right here it says by using the latest GAN technology we get incredible efficiency gains that run cooler enabling us to surpass the limits of the last generation silicone chargers take a peek inside there's no fan there's no fan on this so this thing is an ins- has to be an insane heat sink especially if it's trying to upscale signals charge cables run all this stuff through it uh run signals through it you know this this has it, they say it that it it will run cooler and I don't doubt that I'm sure it does run cooler, but it's going to be hot. This thing is going to be hot because the switch is already known to run really hot. So, I mean, I don't know how it's going to handle the signal, but, again they're using a lot of imagery from games here's this like a mock-up of smash brothers um again more advertisements for the thing itself uh and here's a comparison of what they say all that is compared to all these devices you can use all your accessories on it wired controllers they have the genki audio adapter that bluetooth audio adapter which is what Another thing that was advertised to me a lot uh, was their Bluetooth adapter for your switch to plug your headset into so you don't have any wires on it. And that thing works. People have said that it works. Um, again, I don't see why it was necessary though because, again, you can find easy alternatives to that or you can just get you know regular heads, headphones. They work just fine. Um, I guess some people don't like that and there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't see what the big issue is. Uh, here we got uh, all these other accessories. I'm not sure why they show mouses and stuff like that. Um, but again, here you got play, work, bond. Uh, Covert Dock is ready to go. Take it with you to your favorite bar, taco truck, dorm room, game, comic convention, hotel lounge, literally anywhere. I want you to be able to take it anywhere. Um, it says it protects your console, which is funny because... They have to kind of advertise it saying that because there's been alternate uh, docs that have really fried people's switches um, because of the way the switches charging works. So who knows? Again, who knows what this thing even does. But here's why I don't think it really is what they say it is or it could be something completely different. Um, again, here you have the prices that they start off, start off, starts off at $49 for early access, you know, early ones and $60 normally. Um, one thing, one thing that's interesting is that's pretty much half the price of a secondary dock that you would have to buy from Nintendo. So they're really trying to like take over the dock market with that. Uh here's the specs that they say it uh output resolution 1080p uh HDMI 1.4 30 watts. I mean I, I'm not too technical when it comes to this stuff so I don't know how it works exactly but um here here's the video I wanted to show. Uh this is what they show this is their showcase of the how the of the dock in action and take I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it and I will tell you what I think of at the moment we get to it. Hi, Kickstarter. I'm Andrew from Human Things and we're here to show the Cobra dock working. So here's the Cobra dock. And here is the switch with a Type C cable connected. And- okay, so you can see that that cable is running into that. So that's good. That's a good thing. So they're really showing that it's sitting on some kind of pedestal. Um but again, there that the USB C port right there is how the switch goes into a signal normally. So there's no there's no way they can be BSing that. We're just going to plug that in right now. Here's the HDMI just from the TV. Okay. And All we have to do is plug it in. Okay, so he's plugged it into the wall already, and. Again, when you plug, it, plug a switch into the dock, it doesn't immediately go to the signal. It takes a second or two. So, But he's not showing the top half of the TV for really the entirety of the video. The should disappear. So there's a the screen shut off. Okay. Okay. I want to really... Okay. I really want to quickly jump in and say that. He didn't show anything off the top screen of that now the screens are the same that was on the console originally before I didn't see any notices in fact I'll even roll it back so that you can see it looks like it looks like they have a game there there's Mario Maker 2 specifically right there so uh let's All see the screen should disappear. and there we go okay So, it does look like the same games that are being displayed there. So, let's... Oops. Okay. Uh, Right there, it says 4K HDMI 1, uh, 1920 by 1080, 60 frames per second. Um, I can't really... The thing that I kind of find interesting is the fact that it shows the display number. Because normally when you... Um, I guess sometimes it does. It depends on the TV, but like the fact that he doesn't show the top half of the TV is what makes me think that they do have another cable running behind that and that, um, you know, they just had another switch. Like the switch goes into sleep mode. They had to have timed it up perfectly for it and just waited for the dock to go naturally into a sleep mode for it to switch over onto the TV. Um, uh, Let's see, we got one, let's see. Let's see, Uh, like I'm really trying, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven there. And how many do we have here? We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So it's the same amount. Um, So again, this might be something that actually does work. I, i'm not really trying to dog on them i would like to see the full tv um but again i don't really feel the need for a product like this i think it's really cool though i think it is cool i'm glad that we're seeing alternatives like this i'm really not trying to harp too hard on them um because i don't really think it's something that doesn't work i think it does probably work uh i just think it's not really a working like that that makes it seem like that product that Particular prototype isn't working just yet, but they kind of wanted to demonstrate how it works again. So, again, uh, or it could have been that could have been an early Kickstarter video for it. I, I have no idea. Uh, let's see. Let's go back up to the numbers because I do want to show you how much they're charging for it. Again, they're charging uh, $69 for it, or $59 to $69, depending on how much you want to pledge. And we've got right here so it just went up again uh so i'm going to do the calculations here really quick uh so how do i clear it out uh clear all so we have one million five hundred and seventy three thousand three hundred seventy one dollars and we're going to divide that by two thousand or 23 thousand three hundred and twenty two backers and we have an average of 67 dollars um a backer which is pretty high but if you'll notice you can't back more than like the minimum amount to back is $59. So the minimum amount that you can back is $60. So you're basically just buying the product. Like this is what's kind of messed up about Kickstarter now is there, there used to be like tier rewards that started as low as a dollar. Usually, um, you know, a dollar one was usually just like a quick thank you. Uh, and then, you know, went up from there and then you would get to the pro the level where you would get the product, and then further and further from there. Now now this is like it's almost like this is how people kind of like know how to get people to back something and get more funding out of it because the the minimum that they wanted was $50,000. That's that's pretty easily attained when everybody's paying again an average of $67 a person. You know, let's let, let's do that. Let's do 50,000 divided by 67. Oops. 67 And that's 700 at after 746 backers, they had what they wanted. They had like only 700, like really just 750 people and they would have been golden. They already had their funding. Now that's saying that they're, that's not saying there could be people that are just randomly giving them money. I don't know why you'd want that. You can, it says right there, make a pledge without a reward. You don't get anything out of that. So I don't know why you would want to do that, but you can, I guess. Um, And one last, again, that's kind of all I have to say about that. Uh, Again, I'm not trying to dog on the product. I'm sure it works, but again, I would like to see some more footage of that before that'd be something I'd be interesting interested to invest in. Again, because we've had other docs, alternate docs that have come out that have actually really messed up the Switch's hardware. Because the Switch, contrary to what Nintendo will tell you, the Switch is a pretty fragile console. Um, We've had reports of them melting. Again, that's a very small amount of people that have had that happen to them Um, with the Joy-Cons that are constantly having sync issues or constantly having range issues with them. Um, We had the recent Joy-Con drift with a lot of them where the joysticks just, you know, they just kind of lose their placement on them. Uh, We've had a lot of issues with that. Uh, The docks scratching their systems. It's just, it's a fragile console. So it's, hopefully not going to cause issues with it. They claim it doesn't again, you treat the hot console as well as you would anything else. Um, you know, if you treat it right, it'll stay nice and good. But if you treat it like dirt, it's going to end up broken and not working. So it comes with care. You have to care about your system and your console in order for that stuff to happen. Um, but final thing in switch news, uh, <laughs> because I've talked a lot about the switch now is nintendo finally released super nintendo games on the switch now this isn't the entire list if you're watching the video version i'm kind of directing you to look at the kind of list that i have on screen this isn't the entire list this is just a screenshot somebody did for it Um, but we did have like 20 super nintendo games come out on the uh, switch finally we got the super nintendo classic basically the entire of the super Nintendo classic games on the switch. Now I'm pretty sure other than like star Fox two and maybe a few others. Um, but we have super Mario Kart, super Mario world, uh, legend of Zelda, super Metroid, a lot of super games. <laughs> um, you know, Yoshi's Island, um, uh, super ghost and goal ghosts and goblins, <laughs> a lot of games like that. And, uh, they're just really classic and it's about time. People would have been wanting this. It, they really, a lot of people wanted more retro games on the switch because they like to take all those old games with them. And I'm glad to see this. The only thing, the only problem I have is the problem I have with it is going to be the slow release schedule. Like they do with the NES one where they only give like a couple every month. Um, and again, not that you have to have be subscribed to their internet service in order to, be have access to that which is $20 a month Um, again that's not a lot of money or not sorry 20 a month would be a lot $20 a year that's not a lot of money but still like the switch already has very poor internet when it comes to just playing online in general there's always a huge amount of delay it's just it's not an internet like Nintendo's never been an internet friendly console but you kind of dealt with it when it was free. It's just like, whatever, I'm not paying for it, so who cares? Now you're paying for it, and it still doesn't work. So Nintendo really needs to kind of step up their game when it comes to making sure that they're... Peer to, because, again, they're still using peer-to-peer connections. They need to make sure that that stuff, their netcode really works good for that, and it, they just it's something that they kind of ignore or overlook when it comes to the console itself. Um, so I guess this is their way to make it up to people. You can have retro games for free because uh, again, people really wanted a virtual console for the switch to take with them. They wanted the whole library that they can just buy. Um, but the fact that they're kind of giving it away for free is actually really nice because uh, I mean, I guess it's again, it's not really free, but it kind of is. You're not having to buy the games again. It's nice to be able to have all that stuff because it's, it's annoying to have to constantly rebuy those games. If you were somebody that wanted to keep a virtual collection of that stuff, uh, starting from the Wii all the way up to now, um, you had to constantly buy those games if you wanted to play them on new platforms and you couldn't just transfer them over. Cause you'd think I bought it. I should be able to transfer it over to my other stuff. They didn't do that, <laughs> but Oh, well, um, so uh, let's kind of go back to new releases. Uh, we've had a couple other new releases that are de- doing fairly well now. Uh, another release that we had was the Spyro Remaster Trilogy or, you know, Reignited Trilogy uh, come out. And it's been doing insanely well. Um, people really like these retro remasters that are coming out. We had it happen with Crash Bandicoot. Uh, we had it happen with, um, what was the other one? <laughs> um I guess bloodstained, it's not really a, it's more of like a reboot of the series. Uh, We had it happen with Mega Man 11, Mega Man 11 did pretty good. Uh, I don't think as well as what Capcom wanted, Um, but Crash kind of like kicked it off for these old N64 PlayStation 1 era uh, trilogies or, you know, series kind of getting a new remaster treatment and Spyro was something people really wanted to... Wanted updated because people love these games. I've personally never really played Spyro that much um, But I am interested to try this now and I would really like to play these games because I love old school platformers again I'm a big retro guy. I love retro games. I love all that stuff Uh, but I would be really want I really am interested to try uh, the Spyro trilogy because it's a series that I've seen as a child and kind of grew up next to, but never personally grew up with, uh, if that makes sense. So it's kind of interesting. I'm really interested to try it and kind of experience what it was a lot of other people did when they were young and why people fell in love with these games. And it also kind of gives Spyro kind of limelight back. Spyro's been kind of uh, shunned, not really shunned. He's been kind of uh, on the back burner for a lot of these old school um, style mascots getting the really getting a bad treatment like he you know and they tried to reboot Spyro with the Skylanders series and it stopped coming stopped, to uh, stop being about Spyro immediately when it came out because a lot of other characters just kind of took it over so a lot of these uh, you know Spyro has been kind of on the back burner because of that um uh, because of Skylanders and people were kind of thought that Spyro was going to die because of Skylanders so the fact that the Reignited Trilogy tr- sorry can't talk right now the Reignited Trilogy has done so well and has brought a lot of attention back to the series we're, uh, it's it's actually really cool so we we could see a lot good come out of this oh Crash Team Racing was another one Crash Team Racing had a remaster done as well a lot of that, a lot of games like that. (laughs) Um, So another game that's been doing very good uh, in terms of sales, but that's kind of questionable whether you like it or not, is (laughs) NBA 2K20. Um, And You might have gotten a glimpse of the picture earlier that I showed, but I'm not going to bring it up just yet because there's a particular part. This is something that you're going to want to see on the video version, by the way, um, because you can really kind of see what it looks like. But... NBA 2K20 has come out and again, it was already in a big controversy earlier this year when they released the trailer for it, where it, it was basically gambling um, because they have their microtransactions in the game, which uh, basically gives you like NBA points or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't play these. I don't play any of these games, but I, I know about them. And one thing that's always been really you know, frustrating with just the community in general is microtransactions, and these sports games are always full of them. NBA is one of the worst offenders of it. And, oh boy. So their new feature in the game is you collect players through, like, trading cards, kind of like what FIFA does. Um, and FIFA, they you just buy packs, I think, uh, for players. Uh, NBA, you have to gamble for them now. Uh, slot machines, Pachinko. Uh, I think there's a roulette one. It's just you're gambling you have to gamble to earn these players now and you have to use microtransactions to get the points for that so you're using real money to use on virtual slot machines to use on virtual pachinko machines which are gambling that is gambling in order for a virtual player that is already in the game that you have you I mean you have to earn it through gambling so it it's already like a lot of people have already you know talked really badly about the game it's one of the most disliked videos on YouTube right now um, in fact let's uh, kind of look that up really quick uh, NBA 2k 20 gambling trailer so let's just take a look to see what the uh, first my team trailer no 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 Uh. NBA 2K my team two weeks ago uh, yeah here it is this is the trailer I don't no 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 okay I don't want again I really don't want to get copyright claims, so I'm trying to not. Uh, yeah so the just the like-to-dislike ratio is insane on this I'm just gonna show this to you really quick uh, if you look really quick it is 37,000 to 26,000 that's nuts did I have that on the whole time the display capture Wow I hope I didn't because that would be really embarrassing. Um, Yeah, we have uh, 3.7 thousand likes and 26,000 dislikes. That's really bad. And a lot of people don't like this. Let's look at some of these comments real quick. Uh, EA, we're the top dog with gambling mechanics. 2K, hold my slot machine. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Excuse me, can I get less basketball in my casino (laughs) simulator? Thanks. (laughs) Some of these are gold. These are pretty good. Uh, let's see. Unlisted hunt. You cannot escape my dislike. Is it, I don't think this is an unlisted video. Is it? It's, it's pretty, yeah, it's not unlisted. It's pretty public. Um, because I was able to search for it. Uh, when did NBA stand for no basketball? <laughs> oh, <loud. laughs> Why is this casino game played up? Like it's a sports game. Wow. Some of these comments are gold. So yeah, that, that, that was already at the beginning of the game. However, Another thing, because these games are are released yearly, they have to be rolling over some of the stuff, right? Well, turns out that really NBA 2K20 is just last year's game that they're selling you again with some gambling mechanics in it. Because here is a clip right here where they forgot to update the icon for NBA, NBA 2K20. This is the Steam icon, uh, so I don't think you can see this on any of the console versions. But this is how the they forgot to update the icon on the PC version. And right there, you can see it says NBA 2K19. Now, from what I understand, this is not photoshopped. This is a legit screen capture from that person's taskbar, where like, and it really, if if this is real, and I believe that it is, it really shows that they don't put a lot like it's really just the same game that they're selling you again every year and people buy it like again people like sports they like these sports games um and a, a lot of the reason why people buy them constantly is because oh well everybody else is going to buy it so i need to stay up to date that's not that's not a good mindset it's it it really it really shows you that they're they are putting effort. Sure, they're putting effort to put new character, like you know, new players in the game. Maybe update the engine a little bit in the graphics, but as far as like the base of the game, how it works and runs, it's just the same game with some fancy new updates. That's really it. it. A lot of this could be solved through software updates, and that's what a lot of people have said over the years. Is like, couldn't you just do this with a software update and say like say it's like a $20 DLC. Like here you get the two K 20 experience now for 20 bucks like that. Instead of a full $60 game, especially, especially since there's gambling in the game and you have like, in order to build a team, you have to gamble on these things. It's, it's nuts. I mean, it's absolutely insane. Um, and, uh, again, that's going to be it for tonight. Uh, that, that's all the news that I had for you this week. A lot of gaming stuff because that's the stuff that I constantly see in my feed, and stuff that I wanted to get off my chest. Um, this is kind of a new segment that I'm running because uh, I want to get the show more structured. Because again, I've gotten uh, comments about hey, maybe you should do more, maybe you should do more preparation, more kind of structuring the show a little better, and not stutter so much. Uh, the stuttering will go away with time. That comes with basically doing the show more (laughs) so that'll go away with time uh however uh again there we're gonna hone in more this is kind of just off the off the cuff you know whatever just just go over some of the stuff give my opinions on it and eventually you not eventually then you know we'll have single topic shows as well that will be more honed in more focused and i want to keep it that way Now, one thing I do want to say before I close this out is one thing that I am kind of looking for for the show is I really kind of want to get a co-host. Not something I really wanted to do uh, because I wanted to more or less do this as a solo show, kind of do this as like a showcase of myself, things that I notice, things that I'm involved with, but I think uh, I think. Having a co-host would help keep the show going, help keep it more structured and more keep it funnier <laughs> because I'm a back and forth guy. I, I can, if I really go hard, I'm sure I could really be funny on some of the stuff, but I, it's a lot more natural for me to back and forth with somebody and have comedy going for that way. Cause one of the things I want to do on the show is I want to make you laugh. And I don't think I've really done that well of a job on here. So that's one thing that I really want to do. And I really want to try and push towards. Um, so if you are interested and you would like to join me on the show, um, I'm going to set up a, um, uh, uh, I guess I could use my email. Um, but I didn't really want to do that, uh, because there's only, you have a file limit when it comes to sending people stuff through email. Um, but I wanted to, uh, set up a way for you to do an audition for me. Um, again, I'm. Kind of want to have somebody that I can, that I more or less know and can, you know, somebody that I've been with before, uh, or, you know, interacted with before. So I'm not really looking for some random guy out there, but you might be the guy. (laughs) So I'm really only saying this on the show in case it ever reaches somebody that's not a subscriber that isn't, that has never seen any of this stuff before. Um, again, I would like, if you're somebody that hasn't seen any of this stuff before, go watch a previous episode, get an idea of what the show is, my personality, the kind of way I interact with people. Um, and you know, if you, if you want to be a part of the show, give an audition, uh, you can send it to me, uh, I guess in the email link I'll leave below. Um, or maybe, maybe whatever the link is again, I'm not sure. I'm not hundred percent on how I'm going to do this yet. Um, in fact, I might not even do it after this one, but just know if you are interested, actually here, how about, how about this? How about this? If you're interested, leave a comment and let me know that you would like to try out for the show and we can set something up that way. All right. I think that'll probably be the best way to do it because if I do an email, uh, there's always going to be file size restrictions and if you join the Discord, there we go. If you join if you leave a comment and you join the Discord, which the Discord link will be down below, I that will 100% be there. If you join the Discord link down below, we can do an audition through Discord and that'll make it really easy for me to kind of get an idea of the show. Now, one of the things I do have for requirements for it is I do want you to have a decent audio setup. Again, go watch my USB microphone episode if you want to learn how like some different type of microphones can work maybe an idea of something you would want to buy uh, for that um, headset microphones no that is a big no uh, you can't come on the show if you have a headset microphone sorry um, and uh, I would also really like for you to have a webcam not necess- it, again it doesn't have to be a necessity but I would like for you to be have a webcam uh, just so because this is an audio and a visual show So having the visual is kind of an important part of it. (laughs) So um, it doesn't have to be the best webcam. Like I have some pretty nice webcams. It doesn't have to be the best one, um, but you should probably try to get a decent one, uh, something that works (laughs) and doesn't stutter all the time. But that's gonna be it. Uh, So thank you again for watching. Uh, If you'd like to see more of the show, you can hit subscribe, like, comment, all that other YouTube stuff I kind of have to plug to help promote the growth of the show. Um, uh, and if you would like to hear the show on the go, you can subscribe to it on any audio format that I put it out on. Uh, again, that'll probably, that's going to be coming after this episode. So I'll have the links in for that in the description. Um, but I'm right now I'm planning on doing an, at least Apple podcast because that's the most widespread one, uh, Spotify, and maybe I don't know how to do it, but I might try to do it on Google play, um, or one of the, uh, whatever the Android version of Apple podcasts is. So we'll try that, um, after, but that's, that's it. So if you, thanks for joining me, uh, I need to work on closing this show better again as usual. But again, I can't really play too much music anymore and close the show with a chill vibe that I wanted to. So we'll work on that. (laughs) comes with time. Um, making music is hard, but thanks again.